This is Well Basically with your hosts, Mike DeSilva, Leila Gulassi, and Sam Weeks. Well Basically. On today's show, we had the homie Layla back from outer space. And we talked about what she's been doing, what we've been doing, some life things. Hey, Michael. The washing machine. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what a washboard was. First words, all types of stuff, actually. We could, it was a very broad conversation. God, I sound so downtrodden. I just reflected on my voice then. And then we moved on to some do's and don'ts, particularly if you're looking at starting your health journey now or looking at ramping up your health journey. So we listed some do's and some don'ts. We hope you enjoy today's show. This is Well, Basically... That was the trashest one we've ever done. Well, basically. I'm fogging. I'm fogging up. <laughs> I'm fogging already. Let's <laughs> hear. Uh, is that okay? Whoa, 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 whoa. Shooting the vibes. Hi. Where are you there, Mikey? I don't, I don't know this one. How good is this chain? Yeah, this is alright. Mic check, mic check, mic check. Shout outs to first-time listeners, last-time listeners, and you guys out there who download every week. We like you lots, eh, Layla? Yeah, we do. <laughs> Hey, why don't the Midnight have any videos? I don't know. God, this song's a heater. It makes me so happy. I play it every Friday. Every Friday morning, first class, I'm like, here we are, it's Friday. (laughs) We're getting it done. It's good. I do get the vibes. Outstanding. If you're listening right now, you're outstanding. Okay, let's turn it down. What a time. That is Outstanding by the Gap Band. That is, in fact, a live version. Hello, Layla. Hello. Welcome welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's good to be back. <laughs> what have you been up to in your one week of absence? Successfully completing three uni assessments in one week. Oh, well done. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Look, I feel like I actually failed my maths exam. I'm just going to put it out there. No. But I tried and that's, that's the main good. thing. <laughs> you know, just learn from your mistakes and come back better and stronger. Because <laughs> <laughs> I started thinking about maths and even just thinking about I it also, got me fucking I also tired. did that. I was like, oh, maths. That's right. I hate maths. <laughs> yeah, join the club. Oh, so was there heaps of algebra, long division, all that stuff? Integers? <coughs> you just don't even ask me. Yeah, Indices, man. algebra, fucking fractions. Get to solve for x. <laughs> Any, um, I didn't mind solving for x, actually. Really? There was something satisfying about it. Yeah. <laughs> Find out what this guy's up to. <laughs> <laughs> What's this little joke? That's what you? they should call it. <laughs> also, did you have those squares in your math books? God, they were satisfying. I can see why you would like that. Yeah, yeah I know. Because your character had its own square. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that what you did? Yeah. Yeah, of course you did. I'm not like that at all. I would just go right through the squares. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Well, that's not correct. <laughs> the squares are there for a reason. 
You fail. That's so funny. That was the song we played last week. It was called Mathematics. We should have played it before this one. It was probably in the spirit of me not being there doing mathematics. <laughs> yes. So That's thanks it. for that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Michelle. So I did our work pace for a team training session. So that was kind of interesting. I got to try out a gym's team training. So they got points for simplicity. It was quite nice and simple for a big group. There was only like three movements but then i took points off for i felt the coaching could have been a bit better for the uh squat clean i'll that. give you a 7.5 not you, <laughs> not you but. did you have a little paddle <laughs> <laughs> one hand behind my back that's a paddling <laughs> judgy face yeah. oh, um my washing machine shut itself those are the two most significant things in my life and you know what you need you need to get one of those what are they called? No, I'm not getting one. That's of those. not the right action. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't I know mean? what you're watching. No. no, no, I'm thinking of those. They're like slats. They're like that, except you rub clothes on them. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, like the only, I've never seen one in real life. I've only ever seen them in Disney the, movies. Yeah, same. What is that called? I don't a know. A washboard. But that's a question. <laughs> Anyone out there? Mikey's nailed it first go. A oh. washboard. Of oh, course, it's a washboard. I think I've nailed it several times. It's you like, teachers weren't listening. <laughs> It's like so simple, but yet we didn't even think of it. It's Isn't that where the term washboard stomach comes from? Ah, yep, that is where it comes Isn't from. Is that actually? That reminds me of my first word. Do you know what my first word was? What? <laughs> bitch? <laughs> no, it wasn't bitch. It was headboard. That's okay. unusual. So, you are a random child. <laughs> so when my Emerson's was mum. Kept it classic. So, <laughs> so like. Apparently, this is what my grandparents told me, I used to get up on the bed before I could say words, obviously, and I used to like shake the headboard of the bed mm. and um, Nana and Papa would always go, headboard, headboard, headboard. <laughs> and then one day, mum and dad were, I think they were travelling somewhere, my grandparents were looking after me. I just said headboard, apparently. <laughs> and mum was really like upset that the, her son's first word was headboard. headboard. Yeah. Look, I would be too. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly perplexed. That's a big flex. Two syllable first word. Yeah. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's been happening with you? I just had been busy. More music, which is good. I don't have any other things. Oh yeah. You know how I was talking about my IG feed today? Yeah. For some reason my music <clears throat> one mm. is just shirtless men on beaches. And like and weird and I'm like, why why is this my algorithm now? I just go to search and I'm like, it's either musicians or shirtless dudes on beaches. Right. What the fuck have you been searching? Yeah, I know. <laughs> what have I been searching? What the fuck are you talking about that your phone's hearing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. You know what's so trippy? I've been watching this uh I don't know if it's a new show fairly new, called The Queen's Gambit. Oh, the chess one. I haven't watched it yes, yet. Yes, I didn't think I was going to be into it, but I fucking love it. Anyways, so I've been watching that on my feed lately. I'm seeing, like, shit pop up about The Queen's Gambit, and I'm like, this is a little sus. Yeah, Ooh. that show's, like, trending as well, right? But is it good? Do you like it? Yeah. Should we put it on our watch list? Yes, basically it's really, watch list it's really just fucking good. I highly recommend. I didn't think I was going to like it, but it's actually really juicy. Is that the one where she goes crazy? Or I think another one. You're thinking of uh, Ratched? 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 No, no, not that one. She might. Her mum was Any crazy luck. and it's like kind of, I'm not all Heading the way through one. it. Spoiler alert. <laughs> she loves tranquilizers. Tell me all. It's true. I've actually never tried a tranquilizer, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did a Les Mills class for the first time in oh, ages. Oh, what was it? Sprint. Oh, yeah. I actually really liked it. That's the best head experience I've had. Yeah. 
because you're on a bike. Oh, okay. So it's really easy to not mess up and there's way less potential for injury because you just go, you stand up, you sit down, turn that load up, turn the load down. Good instructor as well. It was really good. Give it time. Yeah. (laughs) Picking up the bike soon. And overhead press. (laughs) I remember the first and last spin class that I ever did. I had to do it when I was working at Fitness Playground because if you're going to potentially teach the classes, you obviously have to do them. Honestly, I was so glad it was before the times where they're attached to screens because they're like, level 17. I'm like, oh, level 10. No one will know. They actually give you levels there. Yeah, and they're like, okay, level 17. It was like fully hectic, like doof, doof, like hard style music. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I just can't say that bikes are comfortable. It just sits in all the wrong places. Yeah, yeah it's one of those things that takes a bit of getting used to. Get up <laughs> A gooch callus. But <laughs> <laughs> a tough no. tank. Yeah, tough <laughs> I despise it. God, this incense makes me want to throw up. It does it. What's oh. happening? We're so peace not, and love and chill vibes. It's, it's barley. We're tank. in barley, remember? I don't know. What flavour is it? Something. I don't know exactly. I do not want to sniff barley. But, <laughs> so the sprint stuff, because it's so tech. dumb laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge your own laugh like that. I will. Um, <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. I won't. So <laughs> it's doing something weird to the roof of my mouth. I need to feel and it's kind of like I need to sneeze and vomit at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Sense disaster. Yeah, what were you saying? So sprints are all good because there's no numbers. Like you don't have to turn up to a number. Okay. When you coach it, you mm. actually use how it feels in your legs. So like, okay. they're like, okay, this is going to be 30 seconds. It's going to be seated strength. So you need a real heavy load. Okay. It should be like you're climbing a mountain. And then what did I used to say for power? Power's like a little less. I used to say something dumb, like pretend like you're ice skating uphill or something. So ice yeah. skating uphill would be pretty tricky, right? Yeah. Ice I skating imagine. in general is pretty tricky. At fitness first. No, I did it at Hisco's, which is like that this little gym up there. I really like it because it's got family vibes. We like that. We yeah. like community vibes. Community vibes, not community transmission. Mm, true <laughs> facts. What are we? What are we talking about today? Well, let's move on to that right away. <laughs> we are going to list some things to do, Doo-doo, baby, and to not do if you're starting your fitness journey this. Summer. I think it can probably also apply to people who are thinking about ramping it up right about now, maybe. There yeah. might be a bit of crossover there. Or changing it because their muscles need to be confused or something. Or just like running heaps and generally people who are already training will really up the ante mm. at this time of year anyway. Do and don't. Number one. Doo-doo, baby. Don't take on a highly restrictive diet. Just want to say that one more time. <laughs> Don't take on a highly restrictive diet. Did you hear that, folks? If you didn't, rewind it. I'm not going to make Sam say it again. The whole premise of why we want to talk about this is because coming into summer, there's usually the summer shreds, um, you know, get get 12 weeks to fit, shit like that. I don't personally have anything against 12-week programs. They can be done really well. We've said this before. But when it is marketed like this, it's generally to get you a quick result in a quick amount of time. And maybe that may mean taking some shortcuts. That's why we want to start off with that because it's the first thing that tends to happen is Mm. either calories are cut extremely low off the bat. So you're fucking miserable in week two of dieting. Good luck with that. 
And then there's other things where like I know it gives you like a meal plan, you gotta cut out shit and Beep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really care. Um, you know not a fuck was given. Yeah. <laughs> Fix your fucking dieting. It's terrible. But yeah, it's not combined just with like hyper intense workouts too, right? That's oh, it. we'll get to that. Well let's start with the food though. Yeah, yeah. so there's enough. There's enough we've here. got a lot of points to to discuss, but yeah, pretty much that's why we want to start off with that one because it's it's the main thing that tends to take the biggest hit mm. and then comes all the other stuff. Yeah, this also just encourages a super unbalanced approach to health and fitness, particularly if it's your first experience with health and fitness, yeah. which for a lot of people it is. And even if it's not your first experience, it tends to be something people can try, especially if you've got like maybe the last few kilos to lose because they can tend to be the hardest for most people. They can tend to resort to more extreme things mm. under not the most ideal conditions. It's the commercialization of fat phobia. Bam. Suck on that one. It really is. <laughs> so the other thing that's really, really not good about this stuff is when you take on a diet like this, and let's say you do get results because no shit, a calorie deficit, and usually what is accompanied by a huge increase in activity will lead to some results. But if you've done something that eliminates something to get there, we can fall into that whole trap of demonizing food again. Well, because you got a result from it, right? Yeah, exactly. So now exactly. you've reinforced that, oh, well, this is the way I have to do things. And then sometimes you think that because you don't know any better, that's the only way to do things. It's a lot easier to build good habits than it is to break them and have to rebuild. That's not saying all, it's all doom and gloom because we're human and, of course, we're going to make mistakes. And half the time what leads us here is the fact that we've made lots of mistakes. We've made all of these mistakes. I've done these summer shreds. I've done half of the shit that we talk about. I've done all of it. Done it so, for you. Yeah, we've done it for you. So we're trying to say save time, but it's not saying that you can't come back from it. But if you can skip these couple of steps – then you'd be so much better off because, you you know, when you reinforce something, that is now it's a lot harder to break. You're like, oh, it's kind of like that, that reward loop. And then that's really dangerous. Do the summer shred and you've been so restrictive and then we get into that whole sort of, over summer, everyone likes to chill out. So you do all this work up into summer and then most people like, well, well not most people, I don't want to say that, but some people will just stop because they've got there. Yeah. And then it's a, yeah, like you said, the reward loop where they just kind of every year they'll do this thing where in reality it would be a lot easier if you just were a little bit more consistent. But, but also what I find is for most people, like summer is social, it's party, it's I want to have fun, it's daylight saving, it's like I want a good time, right? So the, then people become conflicted and they have cognitive dissonance because they go, mm. I, I've got this shred, but fuck, I just want to go out and have a good time with my mates. I want to have some drinks. I want to go out and – eat and not feel bad about it so then if you start a summer shred you then go out and you're like oh this isn't on my plan like fuck what do I do you'll either withdraw or you'll go and save it all for the weekend and then you'll create that binge cycle Mm. so that's something you got to think about too because you should be able to even if you do want to diet say that is your goal I'm not here to tell you what your goal should and shouldn't be if that is your goal there are ways that you can do it where you can still feel good, go out with your friends, eat all the foods, have some drinks. Like there's no reason why you can't do that. And that's where we're going to get into the do's. Doo-doo, baby. What is it? Instead of doing what we just said, I'm not going to list it off again. Adding things in instead of taking things away. Uh, practice moderation. 
which will um, require you to either drop out of this ridiculous challenge, full stop. That's your only option. <laughs> I'm not giving you a choice. Drop out of the stupid fucking challenge because, quite frankly, I'm sick of listening to you over the desk. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. So we talk about adding in vegetables, drinking a bit more water. Those are two things you can do. But also, sometimes you don't need to change your diet a lot initially. Not sometimes really. that increase in activity can be enough. Yeah. Another thing that we want to address is these challenges are trying to change everything at once and you don't need to do that. What we're coming from is if you are going to diet and that's something that you want, then diet smarter and not harder. Mm. You know, you don't want to be changing your your steps and your calories and all everything all at once because, you know, you may increase your, your steps and that may be enough. But you're not going to know that if, if you you're do. changing everything. That's How it. are you supposed to get any sort of idea of, as to what is going on when you're doing all of the things? It's really hard to objectively measure those things if you're changing everything at once. So you always want to start with one. And and if you are going to diet, don't do a challenge. Just think of it as this is a, a lifestyle change. You know, you want to focus on habits that are going to create a healthier lifestyle because whether you lose weight or not, the health benefits that you get from these things are going to improve your quality of life as well. Mm. So you want to focus on that because feeling good is just as important as looking good. More important, I would say. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> because generally, if you're an everyday person who just wants to look good naked, feel good, have energy, do all the things you want to do, if you feel good, generally you're going to look good because it means you're going to look forward to your workouts. So the you're feeling gonna- is a reflection of your overall health. That's you know, it. So you will look healthy. Well, what does healthy look like? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Sam. <laughs> you walked into that one. Oh, I'm still a bit brainwashed, aren't I? <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Mikey, surely you have something to say about what I just fucking said. Well, I don't think I need to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> fuck. Candid moment. Yeah, candid. You're on candid camera. So the idea is to add in, do, Doo-doo, baby. add in healthy habits. These things can be like vegetables, water, a bit more protein. We've done a whole episode on the habits to add. And those five easy things are really easy and they're a great, great starting point. And as you add these habits on, I saw Layla did a great post on Instagram about habit stacking. So you do something for an extended period of time and then you slowly add more things in. That way you're not turning your life upside down it's a nice healthy slow approach that you can actually do for a long time because that is the aim longevity don't 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 number two i wouldn't number two <laughs> pick up on it don't you? number two what's a number two sam it's a poo that's right <laughs> don't pat me like that <laughs> it's felt like you needed a patronizing pat on the head Right, I've already fucked up today. <laughs> it's good to keep. I'm going to keep that in because I think it's a really sort of like yeah, where my it. where my mind automatically went to, and then I was like, hold on, wait, all the stuff I've learned, I just sound like a fuck. Sometimes it happens. Okay. Years of brainwashing by the industry. Don't exercise with the primary focus of intensity. Do you want to define intensity for the people listening? How hard are you working? Basically. You love it when I say that. You know what? It's become a cue now. Um, I always say it, how hard, <laughs> how well, not how hard. I know. Hey, I don't mind a bit of sexual innuendo. It can stay, okay? So how hard? So the focus throughout the workout that you're intending is attending is working 
harder throughout. Focusing on how hard you're moving, you kind of forget everything else that you're doing, including how you're moving. There's also a huge risk for injury if you're not focusing on how you're doing things instead of how hard you're doing things. Are we referring to the weight or how actually like something that would be like really hit, like a kind of like a Barry's class? If we, think, if we think like cardio based more, okay. well, I mean, they even do, even circuits count, right? Because what's been popularized is these like weighted circuits. Mm. So actually like going around in a circle and then moving to one, getting not that much rest and then moving on to the other one and then yeah. automatically because you're fatigued from the previous station or the amalgamation of different crazy moves. Yeah. Maybe intensity that where you end up compromising your form and, yeah. and yeah, exactly. the overall training focus. What the training focus tends to be in those places is like, go for it. I know because I've done lots in the last two weeks. <laughs> You've been very sore from it. I oh, my body is wrecked. <laughs> there you go, folks. First hand experience. I did it for you. Market research. Yeah. Like Jesus. <laughs> the Jesus of fitness. <laughs> if there are instructors listening too because i know as a group fitness instructor sometimes you throw out all sorts of shit like that as well so maybe if you're in that position it's a great opportunity to find something fucking better to talk about like the bring the class back to the workout focus as opposed to these summer messages right still so more industry specific but it is very industry specific but it be is a bit more creative do something new say something new don't fall back into those old fucking shit messages Solve. Use the movement cues. Bleep me out. No, I'm not bleeping I you. I don't have filters. What's the do? Doo-doo, baby. Movement focus training. And what is one of the best movement focus trainings? Weights. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Moving something around your body. I will always prefer strength training over most things. Mm-hmm. And I don't like hate anything else. Like, like I said, the workouts that I did as I was doing my little fitness experiment I really like them. They're really hard and you feel like you're getting a great workout. Mm. Well, I feel like if you don't know any better, most people gauge a good workout from how sweaty did I get or how wrecked do I feel after it. Mm. Um, And, you know, that's not how you should be measuring a successful workout. Also, I feel like, you know, the places that get caught up in showing you how many calories you burnt or people that focus on that get a little bit caught up in thinking that, they do this activity that's really hard. They get really sweaty. They get really tired. They see that this watch says they burn a lot of calories. So all that put together says that's a good workout mm. because that's going to lead to fat loss, right? Mm. Because that's the basic understanding of what most people know out there because that's what's put out there. But if we were to peel back the layers of that and just explore that a little bit, we know that getting sweaty doesn't indicate anything. There are a lot of sweaty people who look no different. We also know that a really hard workout and feeling wrecked or vomiting after a workout doesn't mean twiddly squat. You can go in and do the same thing and you'll still look the same. You won't be any stronger. You could do that for a year and you get no quote-unquote results. Then if we look at what's telling us how many calories we've burnt, we know how inaccurate those are. We've talked about this before. So when you piece that all together and then you peel it back, you go, oh, okay, maybe that's not the solution. Most people don't know that mm. and that's what we're, we're trying to, to break down here is don't look at those things as a measure of progress. Like, okay, yeah, sometimes you want to feel a little bit tired after a workout. Maybe you get a little sweaty yeah, I love here that and there. Shit. Like everyone loves to feel like they've worked hard but how do you feel two days after that? How does your next workout go 
you know, how do you feel about your body? Do you have um, energy? That's it. You need to look at those things, put them all together and say, okay, are these things getting better? Is my quality of life improving or is my quality of life gotten worse? Mm. Don't forget that the training you do, you have to also enjoy. Mm. That's a huge part of it. So I guess kind of talking to doing high intensity stuff all the time, if it feels like a slog, <laughs> You know, the likelihood of you maintaining that is pretty low. I was just going to say the do's for me, repairing my relationship with my body and bringing awareness back to my body. So I've had this really cool thing, which I've mentioned before, is that I do my session and it's kind of challenging and hard, but I finish it and I feel good and I feel energized, not destroyed, which has been really different. And that has taken some practice because sometimes it's meant cutting the session short or maybe pulling back on the weight a little bit, always focusing on technique first and foremost, but listening to my body as opposed to just punishing it. Mm. And then I've just found that I really have come away from those sessions feeling good, not like, you know, I can barely walk. So no matter what you're doing, if you can, and it takes a bit of experimentation, find that balance between a challenge because it's good to challenge yourself and you feel good after that, but, but not, leaving yourself wrecked and not punishing yourself. Another don't going to Instagram and people that you really want to look like telling you what to do, particularly the ones buying that buying their detox tea, <laughs> their yeah. booty band. <laughs> um, what are the things that I call uh, detox tea shit yourself tea. <laughs> <laughs> what are the hip things that everyone wears? Um, waist, waist trainers. trainers. Yeah. What the fuck is that? It's like, like a, a corset. It's like a corset. Oh, yeah. Fuck my life. But it, shri- but it shrinks your waist. Oh, it doesn't. <laughs> Shall I get one? Oh, didn't, you guys, didn't you guys notice? I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> um, Use my discount code. Doesn't do shit. 20. <laughs> Layla, 20%. Today, guys, on my channel, I'm going to talk about waist trainers. It's going to be your green, well, basically, waist trainer coming your way very soon. <laughs> And a tea. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going to repackage bell teas. <laughs> it's oh just laxatives. <laughs> it's definitely not coming, so don't look forward <laughs> to that. Like we say, we always asking questions about where you're getting your information from. So like this person who is uh, has washboard abs, like we talked about before, is super attractive and has put out a program with no idea what your bo- how your body moves or what it does. Are they super attractive? Well, maybe fucking, fucking <laughs> perceived. I'm really stitching myself up today. Um, it doesn't mean it's going to work for you. More often than not, will never mean that it's going to work for you. How qualified are they? Are you asking the quickie, quickie questions? Also assume that the people that you follow are not telling you everything. <laughs> Be yeah. sceptical. Because you don't know. Like there was this post and it came out that, let me not name names because yeah. it's but there's someone who's very, very popular on Instagram, millions following. Yeah, all right. And it was shown like this person Is it sells- a Kardashian? No. <laughs> <laughs> they sell like, you know, obviously booty bands and programs and all this stuff. These people have had surgery where it's sculpts, like puts fat in their bum and sculpts uh, yeah, their right. stomach. I don't know. The, it's like a special- Fat transplant. It's like that, that. But then they actually- Shape your stomach so you've got muscles and it looks that oh, way wow. that Instagram girls look. Wow. Crazy. So that's the thing. You don't know. You know, people can say, oh, you know, it's my training, rah, rah, rah. It's like, no, you're fucking full of shit, Sally. It's not your training. You saw <laughs> a great Sally. doctor. I'm sick of Sally. Yeah, I know. Look, I can't pick on Karens anymore. They've copped it enough. <laughs> I have an auntie named Karen. <laughs> 
you don't know. You don't know if – you don't even know if half the time the workouts that they're putting up, they're not even doing. It just looks fun and mm. they know it's like clickbait or they don't even eat that way or, you know, maybe there's some things they, they do that they don't share with you or they take drugs that you don't know about or, you know. They've got a horrendous eating disorder. Yeah. That too, yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget that one. And they live off cocaine. So you just never know. That's the thing. Always be skeptical. Take what you will. Question it. Don't take it as gospel. Don't take, oh, because they said they do that, they 100% do that, and that's exactly why they look that way. Let's move on to a do. Doo-doo, baby. So what should you do? You should. And let's not go to say that there aren't people out there who aren't good at sharing really, really useful information about things. But the ideal way to get moving the best is definitely not from an online person. It's definitely by hiring a coach if you can. Just because they can have a look at how you're moving and kind of help you out. Mm. It's the best way to figure out your own body, particularly if you haven't trained before and you have no idea how to move because a lot of people are in that situation. Even if you just do one, you can ask them. (laughs) If you listen to the show, you can definitely ask them and go, I just want to get my squat looked at, maybe a deadlift looked at or like Mm. teach me how to deadlift or just like go in specifically with one or two things that you can learn. Like a technique session. Yeah. Yeah. And even when it comes to the nutrition side of things, you can, it's a good idea to go see a coach in regarding that because a really good coach will, A, if you question them, won't get defensive. They'll probably want you to question and understand why you're doing what you're doing. Um, So they'll come back with the answers. Again, it's up to you to then look into that and then accept that answer or just accept their answer without looking into it. But there's something really good that the podcast that I've been listening to lately, Flex Podcast, talked about and something that makes a good coach, which I would agree, and it's something I didn't have a term for, talking about informed consent. So if your client comes to you, right, and you're, you're say you're a good coach, you're, you're putting out good content, you're truthful, you're honest, you're straight up, your client's best interest is what is your main focus. Your client comes to you and says, okay, I want to lose – 15 kilos in 12 weeks, thanks. Okay, and you say, okay, no worries. Let let me just dive into that a little bit more. In order to do that, you're going to have to take on some unhealthy practices to be fair that I really don't sit well with. Mm. You're going to feel like shit, will not have a social life, don't think about having any fun. If you're fine with that, then that's something you can do, but be prepared to pretty much give up everything. If you tell someone that, they're probably going to go, you know what, doesn't sound like a fucking great time, probably not. (laughs) But you know what most coaches get into the habit of doing? And again, I've done all this. When you first start, you're like, oh, my God, I don't want to tell this person I can't do that because money, you're trying to make a living. But saying to someone, telling them the truth, instead of just going, okay, no worries, yeah, we'll do that. We can definitely get you that. It's like you've just – set this person up with such false expectations and then if someone doesn't achieve that, no wonder then people go out and think, fuck, I'm broken because I couldn't get this result because you've just now, again, feeding into all the things we talked about, about, you know, the calories burnt, um, being sweaty, feeling wrecked and then my my trainer said this is achievable. I can do that (laughs) but none of it's worked. Fuck, what's wrong with me? And do you know what? I, a bad trainer is always going to make it that person's problem when they impose all these mm. excessive things and yeah. then it's always the person's problem, not 
or fault. Yeah, you don't you don't want it bad enough. Oh, You're lazy. I'm yeah. getting I'm yeah, that boiling, <laughs> fuming. Yeah, at that. because you see, Santa just went red. Yeah, he literally did. <laughs> Fuck, it's so bad. And there are people out there who still exist. But when looking for a coach, these are all the things you want to hear, mm. right? They yeah. might not even be the things you want. It. Well, they aren't the things you want to hear. But it's all about honesty. If you mm. find a coach that is honest, you keep them on because they're the best. And we're all we're all of that, aren't we? We are all of yes. that. Yes, <laughs> and so much more. Are you going to play Tina Turner? Because that would have been a perfect segue. God into- damn it! I wish I had it. Yeah. Oh. Next time. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded like Cartman singing it. <laughs> Just following on from where I chimed in before, but just, again, question what is considered attractive. I know, again, it's going to be harder for some people than others in different, especially bigger bodies, but question all that shit. Why can you also not be attractive at the same time or as you are now or as you are different from other people? Again, it's going to be much more challenging for some people in the world that we live in, but we've got to start questioning that shit. Like, why can I also not look good as I am? Now, motherfucker, you yeah. simply the best. I think that's where also calling. Hell yeah, Mikey's on one. I love it. I think that's another probably do or don't, depending on how you look at it. Like, don't go and follow people that look a certain way because it brainwashes you. If that's all you mm. see, like I know. I've like been continuously culling my following and taking out things that, you know, make me feel shit or I notice doesn't really sit with me anymore. And I just feel so much better. Like I realized when my feed was full of like tiny waist, big ass Instagram models, like I was constantly like feeling shit about myself. And even in times where I've been really confident and feeling good about my body, you know, following that for a certain time after enough time, I'm just like, fuck, like, fuck, do I need a do I need a bigger ass? Like, do I need this? Do I need to be like a tiny waist? Do I need to look this way? And then the more I've culled that out, the less I find myself feeling like that and feeling more comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, and I'm not here to shame people who do look like that and that's how they want to look. That's hundred percent fine. They lose all their followers. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying is, it's just how it sits with me and yeah, my moral compass and what I want and how it feels like it just doesn't sit with me. So that's I find myself feeling much better and finding different things more beautiful than if I just follow all the same things. Do you know what's a cool idea too uh, for trainers, and it's something I try and do is to follow. Uh, fitness professionals that are in bigger bodies just to get like when you follow different people with different experiences and and different bodies it just expands your horizons right and you get an insight into their world and their struggles and what they're doing and it just all around makes you a better person than if you're just following this one very narrowly defined person or perceived idea of what health and fitness yeah yeah good looking is and as trainers and stuff, I just I just think it's a cool idea and to be allies to these people that may not fit in our world. Diversify your Instagram. Diversify the That's fuck. the word. 
do out it. Of your shit. Di- diversify everything. Learn learn some shit. Yeah, that is important. Question shit. Question shit and learn shit. That's what we need on a t-shirt. Follow we, Tina Turner. Yeah, we should also I feel like we need to create a song that's yeah. called Diversify. Yeah. And then has like that can as I the do chorus. It in a Tina Turner, Paul yes. Tina Turner. <laughs> Hell, yes you can. And a wig. Mixtape job scene. And a denim jacket. Question. 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 It is the time where we answer the things. Question number one. These are all anonymous. I'm still like chunning, charging. Churning? uh, Churning. Thank you. (laughs) Churning through these. So there's, there's still heaps, but like three is good. Thinking of having breakfast after your guys' last episode. Any suggestions? I sometimes eat before I train, but also sometimes I don't. I think find what you're already liking and then maybe try and make something out of that, Mm. you know? Like adding something. Yeah, so if you really like, you know, oats, maybe you can chuck some bananas on top if you're training and you could put some cinnamon or like the apples that you've been doing in the microwave. And to stewed apples in the microwave at the moment. Yeah. a good stewed apple. Putting that on top of your oats like – Ice cream. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that would be good because if you like oats and you just add a little bit of things to them, especially if you're training, you generally, you know, you want to do have um, some good serving of carbs. Yeah. To, to get you going. Get that energy. Carbs are fuel. Um, yeah, something you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if it's quick, like, honestly, if you just need to have toast because that's the quickest thing. It's I have an omelette. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. Well, um, actually, I have several things. I have multiple <laughs> breakfasts. <because laughs> And sometimes it changes. Well, there's variations on the same thing. Yeah. Why am I still talking? No, but that's, it, but that's what we're saying. Variations of the same thing. Yeah, like you find just, what you like yeah. and then build Make on it that. Make it different. Yeah. Which is perfect. Yeah. So if you're getting bored of your breakfast, yeah, try some new things. Stewed apples, man. Woo. I love them. I'm, g- I'm going to try that. Yeah. So good. Let's just get some stewed apples, chuck some cinnamon on there, microwave two minutes, then I chuck on my Greek yogurt and I'm good to go. That's actually what I have before I work out. Yeah. But generally for me, I need like an hour. If I'm eating something that heavy, otherwise I will literally just have a piece of toast because I've got that sourdough bread ready to go. And yeah. then that's just a good quick bit of fuel that's really easy to digest and ready to go for when I hit the gym. Yeah. I so, don't really train in the morning, but yeah, I need at least two meals in me before I train. Yeah. Well, I need something. I've figured that out. I used to train yeah. fasted all the time. And then as soon as I switched to having food before, I was like, fuck, my sessions are going so much better than they were before. Yeah, it's yeah. funny, eh? You just make one tiny change yeah. and then it, it actually just, just has a huge one impact. one tiny change. Yeah. It's, um, Not big or massive changes at once. <laughs> That's like the big one lesson to take away from today, hey? Okay, nice. Hope we helped you with that. Question two. Sup, homies? Yeah, homie. Sup. Is there an ideal number of times to train a week? No, there is not. Pretty much. That's the short answer. I mean, it depends what you're doing. If you're not doing anything, one a week can work. Mm. Can do a lot. Depends on your goal, how much time you have, what other stresses do you have in your life, Mm. how important is it that you achieve the goal, do you have a time constraint on this goal. As a general ballpark, I think anywhere between for anyone who's just generally looking at improving their strength and just the overall markers that we've talked about here is anywhere between – Three to four is optimal. Mm-hmm. So three tends to be, I find, what most people can 
maintain, sustain, see good results, feel good, fit into their schedule, like tick, 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 tick for the busy person. Um, If you have a little bit more time on your hands or a little bit more of a um, pressing goal, then four is plenty. I like three. Three is really good. I like three as a number. But it's all relative, right? Mm. So some people only need two. Yeah. You know, one's great, but like one can be almost not enough in terms of really learning those movement patterns. That's the repetition and the practice that kinds of get us there. If you're sending that signal at least twice a week, I think that's really, really good. But three would be the magic, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like those guidelines. Um, I personally like three for me uh, because I would include in optimal, like everything that Layla sort of mentioned the stuff outside the gym as well. So looking at it overall. Last question, question number three. You guys talk a lot about lifting, but do you guys stretch? If so, how often, how long? Good question. Uh, Not enough. (laughs) I don't really stretch, more so do uh, mobility work, which is more focused on – so stretching is more like your, your muscles. Like that's flexibility, but mobility is more your joints. I focus on more the mobility kind of stuff because I don't really need to stretch. Um, I just make sure that my my joints are nice and healthy and primed for the workouts that I'm going to do. Mm. So for me, no, I don't. I don't actually stretch. No I don't need to. Interesting. All the stuff you're doing, sort of pre lift and that kind of thing, right? It's like sort of like a. You're getting everything moving and flowing before you go to the hit that hit that podium and pull PB. Yeah. So even on the days where say I'm not working out, I'll do like windmills. Oh, I love windmills. Yeah, they feel so good. Um, and like roll out on the foam roller like my quads, but stretch out my thoracic, do some thoracic extensions. But even still, that's not what you would consider stretching. Yeah. But it still is it's it's still stretching. Yeah, it's quite dynamic. That's the that's I guess it is kind of stretching, but it's not that typical how you would see stretching. Mm. Yeah. So I like more dynamic stuff that incorporates mobility. But that's generally for the population that I work with and just for myself, what I found has worked best. Mm. Um but again, depends on your goals. If, if you're someone who is quite inflexible, then it would probably be beneficial. Oh, I'm really shit at it. Like, <laughs> I do a bit of mobility um, before I work out, but not enough. Uh, so that'll, that's like next on my list. Slowly ticking things off. And then I would like to do what Layla is doing, but I've just been a useless shit. <laughs> and so on those days when I'm not working out, I'm like, yeah, really should do some rolling, rolling out or something. And then I don't mm. and um, yeah, call it myself on my bullshit. Yeah. I really, particularly in the last year have seen huge value in static stretching, just not just for me, but for actual um, gen pop. So um, the guys that I train a few elderly people and actually static stretching never, ever before, right. We'll either do, a whole session on stretching or um, it'll be after we've actually moved. So mobility first, strength training in the middle and then a bit of a stretch at the end can really help just open up all those places, particularly like things like hamstrings. Lots of people get lower back tightness. And if you are if you stretch it out frequently enough, it gets looser and looser. And it's funny, I actually had this guy who he stretches for 20 minutes a day and he's really clued up because he had a disc injury. Fuck, he moves so well. Like, and he's so flexible. I'm just like, 
you are the man. You know, I just love seeing shit like that. But I see lots of benefit in doing it and it doesn't have to be heaps. Anything more than what you're doing right now is probably good. So, you know, if you just want to sit in a hamstring stretch of some description in front of the TV, if they're tight, uh, form a lower back stretch. Um, I'll put some stretching stuff up. Actually, someone who's really, really good to follow is a girl called Kelly Mac PT and she puts up a whole bunch of stretches and information about them and how they're actually going to help you stretch out those parts that might be tight or sore. So give her a follow. So do some stretches. But Supple say, as a leopard. Yeah, yeah like the book. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Well Basically. If you want to find Layla, you can find her at Layla Galassi. If you want to find Mikey, you can find him at Well Basically Mikey. If you want to find me, you can find me at well basically sam the podcast instagram is at well basically podcast there is also a website www.wellbasicallypod.com head there i think it's got up got updated today um and uh we hope you enjoyed today's conversation don't forget if you like the show share the show and i spend a lot of time writing the description on these so if you want to go back or want to jump to a part in the show have a look there. It's there. It takes me a long time, so read it. It's helpful. Well, basically, that's it.